The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. I wanted to switch gears because I have wanted to talk about this for months now um, because I've been watching it. I don't live too far from this, so it's been really neat to see it develop, although I haven't been out very much in the past uh, few weeks, obviously. But if you've been driving that south leg of the Henday over the past few months, you're sure to notice the work being done on the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion. The work to lay 50 kilometres of pipe is more than half complete, and recently... Crews completed what's called an HGD crossing under the North Saskatchewan River. With details on what's happening, we're joined by Ali Hounsel, the manager of communications for Trans Mountain. Ali, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks, Jaylen, for having us on. And thanks for being uh, patient uh, as well. I just wanted to uh, have that conversation with Dave before we got to you. Ali, I have been watching this because uh, I don't live too far from the North Saskatchewan River where you just went under. I want to get to all of that, but can uh, I think how many um, kilometres of pipe have, have been laid now? Sure. Well, first of all, I appreciate your excitement um, <laughs> about uh, the HDDs and the progress we've been making on the expansion project, and uh, we're equally excited. Um, things are progressing really well in Alberta as well as in British Columbia. Um, right now, we are um, just about 60% uh, complete in spread one, which is the greater Edmonton area. Um, and all along the pipeline route, things are progressing well. Um, we're underway with construction um, at uh, essentially all of our terminals. Uh, in Burnaby, we've got the Westridge Marine Terminal as well as our um, Burnaby Terminal and then all the other ones along the route as well. Now, the one that's uh, going along the Henday right now, so that's along the uh, Transportation Utility Corridor and it follows the Henday. There's some homes that back up uh, along there as well. Uh, I'm wondering how do you how are you balancing the work that needs to get done with the homeowners and, and disruption to the homeowners? For sure. And yeah, and you know that is um, something that's a challenge uh, in this area and in many other places along the pipeline. Um, of course, when we first um, built the pipeline back in 1953, there was a lot less. Um, you know, residents, there were a lot fewer, uh, you know, pieces of infrastructure. And so it's something when we're constructing now, uh, is, that is something that we pay a lot of attention to and spend a lot of time preparing for. Um, as you mentioned, we actually have um, 14 of these horizontal directional drills um, in the Edmonton area. And most of them go along the TAC, the Transportation Utility Corridor. And as you know, um, from being in that area, there are a lot of kind of newer developments that are coming up along yeah. there, even since when we first started planning the project back in 2012. Um, so, you know, really the, this type of construction, which I'm happy to elaborate on, but is meant to um, minimize disruptions to the surface. So it's meant to take us under uh, rivers or major intersections and roadways, uh, essentially causing less disruption and environmental impact. However, there are always uh, impacts to people. And as you said, there are some residents who are quite close to some of these operations. Yeah. So there are a number of things we can do. Um, you know, the, the, the main impact I would say would be around noise. Um, yeah. People will definitely hear noise um, from the drilling equipment that's set up on um, usually on one side 
outside of the of the drill location and we try and minimize that as much as we can we stay within um, the Edmonton bylaws and and where we can we put in uh, noise mitigation around the equipment but you know certainly people will notice a difference in the noise but we're working as hard as we can and as quickly and safely as we can um, to try and make sure that uh, we're getting out of those neighborhoods um, as soon as we can. Ali, I had been uh, been watching and thinking as it as it approached that Cameron Heights at the river, kind of at the Cameron Heights overpass, the Muskegose um, Trail overpass. I kept thinking, how are they going to get under the river? How are they going to do this? And then I watched a really interesting YouTube video on your homepage, the Trans Mountain homepage, that showed me how horizontal directional drilling is done. But you're the pro, you're the expert on this. I'm going to let you explain it can you tell my listeners how you manage to get underneath the river it it is really exciting and i'm and i'm glad you enjoyed the animation and and hopefully others will have a chance to look at it too on our website um essentially there's a number of of different techniques that can be used in pipeline construction that all kind of fall under the category of trenchless construction um so a lot of people may have seen sort of your conventional pipelining where you dig a trench you put in the pipe you cover it up we have lots of that as well. What the trenchless technology allows us to do, and there's a number of different types. HDD is one, um, and really it's used typically for sort of longer um, stretches where we need to go under uh, rivers or sort of larger intersections. But there's also smaller techniques as well. But essentially what you're doing is instead of digging a trench, you're drilling right under and then pulling the pipe through. So um, <laughs> what we do is on the river, for example, let's use the North Saskatchewan since that's the one that uh, just completed last week. Um, you know, you have a drill rig on one side and you go in with a pilot and you drill um, through and you go right under that river and you put in larger and sort of larger pieces to make the hole um, as big as you need it. And then you pull the pipe back through. So the pipe sits on the other end and is welded in, in into the different segments that are needed and then it's pulled back. So it's really neat. Cool. Um, that one was, uh, the North Saskatchewan was around 1,100 meters, which is a fair distance, but not even the largest one in the greater Edmonton area. Um, oh, wow. We have one we have one coming up around the Calgary Trail area, yep. which everyone will know is a major intersection. Um, and that one's about 1,400 meters, and we'll be getting underway wow. with that one uh, imminently. Yeah, it was just really, really neat, uh, neat to watch. It was almost like threading a... Uh, uh, you know, when you pull the string out of your your track pants, it was like almost kind of threading it through that, uh, but much much more uh, techier than that. I'm curious it, it to is. know. <laughs> it is, and in a way, though, you know, what's really interesting is um, all the prep work that goes into it. Um, yeah. You know, it's not just like you're you know, shooting the the drill through and seeing where you can get through. But we do years and years of planning and engineering. There's a lot of geotechnical investigation that goes into it. And and in the Edmonton area, a lot of people will will be familiar. Um, You know, there was a lot of coal mining in that area. And so there's... Um, some uh, areas of coal and some old abandoned mines that uh, you have to be really mindful of. Um, but, you know, all that work that goes in, you know, they pick a very specific path and, uh, and get through that. So it is very interesting. Very interesting. How have you um, managed to continue on with this project given the COVID-19 uh, situation? I, I suspect that that might have posed a, a few challenges. 
Absolutely. And, and um, you know, first of all, just in listening to the interview before, I, you know, I, I wish and on behalf of Trans Mountain U and all your listeners are, are staying safe and healthy. Um, Trans Mountain has an existing pipeline as well as this expansion project. And um, we have continued uh, to operate uh, and to build the expansion essentially uninterrupted. And we've done that with a lot of hard work um, and a lot of commitment from um, the company as well as our contractors who are working hard um, to ensure that we're meeting all those health guidelines. Uh You know, from day one, we are very, um, you know, we, we took the health guidelines we um, worked with our contractors to figure out what that could mean to ensure that we could continue working um, and they were right on board and you know we have been doing everything from uh, having the appropriate PPE to um, minimizing the number of people um, both at specific sites and also transporting to each work site uh, to maintain that social distancing yeah. um, and, and so we've been doing all the measures and um, we're proud to have been able able to do that safely and to continue working um, for um, for Canadians. Ali, from what I understand, um, construction is expected to wrap up in Edmonton in September, October, and then there's some final welding and, and tie-ins and that sort of thing. Are we still on track to have the expansion operational by the end of 2022? Absolutely. Our, um, <laughs> we are on track. We expect to have the, the pipeline in service. Um, at the end of uh, 2022, as you point out. Um, the Edmonton work has, has gone very well. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to go back in and do a few of those tie-ins. Um, you know, as, as you mentioned, once you go through the river, you know, we sort of cap off the ends of the pipe and then tie them in as it, as it comes down the line. So these, um, these HDDs are uh, going really well and, and we've been able to progress. And so we are on track for, um, for our schedule. Very cool. Well, I know a lot of people are uh, just yelling at the top of their voices saying, yay, thank goodness for that. Thank goodness for that. Uh, Ali Hounsel joining us this afternoon, the manager of communications with Trans Mountain. Ali, I want to thank you for joining me uh, this afternoon. and just want to remind all my listeners that they want to check out that horizontal directional drilling video. That is on the Trans Mountain uh, pipeline page, right? That's where I saw it. It is. You can go to transmountain.com and we also have a lot of information about the different locations and where we have work coming up um, and encourage you to send in your questions and we appreciate your support we we hear it every day loud and clear so thank you thank you ali all the best to you take care now thanks and to you and thank you uh ali Hounsel from trans mountain again yeah they just finished going under the uh, north saskatchewan river right uh, by the cameron heights uh, off-ramp there